Now my hoki mai ki te purongo o te pau tūtanga ko Māni Dunlop tēnei. And we are coming to you live from the Parliament Forecourt in a special edition of Midday Report today. Don't worry, we will, we will bring you the business, sports, rurals and world watch after half past. But the reason we are bringing you this special show is because today we are commemorating 50 years since the Māori language petition was delivered to Parliament. And that is the moment 50 years ago that has been remembered and commemorated as the catalyst for the revival of the Reo Māori. It kick-started several movements in the 1970s and 80s, knocking New Zealand out of a stupor about the state of race relations. On this day half a century ago, Ngāti Tuarangatira, Te O Uenuku Rene, who you just heard from in that clip, that archival clip, led a group of dozens of young Māori who, backed by their supporters, gathered where we sit now. In their hands, they carried a petition with 33,000 signatures. They formed a tiny ope, a tiny group, and marched towards the base of the stairs, calling for the active support and teaching of the Reo Māori. Those groups of students included the Te Reo Māori Society from Wellington, Ngātamatoa, from around the Motu, and they had spent two years rallying support for a language that until recently at that time had been actively suppressed. It was spearheaded by 22-year-old Hana de Hemara, who called for the active recognition and teaching of Te Reo Māori in schools. Here she is on that day speaking to Current Affairs. Māori language has a natural heritage in this country and through the language the New Zealander as a whole will get his identity, especially his cultural identity. I think that we've got to make true the myth that many New Zealanders mouth that we have the best race relations in the world. Mm. So why should the attitude that has prevailed but that the times have changed? I also feel that Mr McIntyre and his government could bring about the language tomorrow if they were to consider organising trainings scheduled for the fluent Māori teachers who are qualified mm. to be trained in methodologies of teaching the language and furthermore if there still weren't enough of them that they could train native speakers in the methodologies at the primary school level. This is what Ngā Tamatō see, that Māori language be introduced as an integral part in the primary school curriculum and from there on it can become an option, optional language but at least by the time they get to intermediate level they are able to pronounce to be able to hold a conversation in Māori and if they wish to develop the language further at least they've got some background in which to carry it on with. And that was Hana Tehimara who spearheaded the petition that we are commemorating today in the special edition of Midday Report, 50 years since the Māori language petition was delivered to Parliament. Now at 11 o'clock today, people started filing in to come and celebrate this significant milestone. Among the hundreds, I'd say we're probably almost at thousands, if I'm honest, uh, uh, gathered here today. Many of those in the crowd at the front of the stairs at Parliament. And to give you uh, a taste of what it looks like, at the base of the stairs where that petition was delivered, you have Tino Rangatira flags and New Zealand flags flying at half-mast. 
Currently we have Moana Maniapoto, the MC for the programme today, in front of her and on the stage with her uh, MPs, ministers, uh, but most importantly, uh, those who delivered the petition here 50 years ago. And in front, in the wider crowd, on the lawn here, you have to see the fruits, which you'll be hearing a lot of, the hua, the fruits of the labour of that petition and what it did kickstart. We've got kura kaupapa, we've got kohanga reo, we have mainstream schools, we have members of the public, we have graduates of Te Ahomatsua, Ngā Kura Kaupapa, Ngā Kohanga. Uh, and it is, the sun is shining. There was a little bit of concern that the rain might have blocked things today. Uh, but it didn't. And we are here at Parliament's forecourt. Uh, we will be crossing live to the service today. This morning at 11.30, uh, we had Kura Muyahu Taranaki Kaumatsua, um, Te Atiawa Taranaki Kaumatsua, open us up uh, with Kura Kaupapa Te Arafanui from Lower Hutt uh, welcome us all here today. Then we had Professor Tom Rua who was from the Māori Language Society who delivered the petition among that group many years ago and he gets to see those who are the fruits of the labour that I was just talking about. Shortly we will hear from Professor Linda Tuhiwai-Smith um, of Ngātama Toa. Let's cross live to her now. O hana te hemara, no reira, huri no te motu, huri no Aotearoa, tēnā koutoukatoa. It's a great day to celebrate 50 years of a petition. And to celebrate it from a place where hana te hemara is from. She's that diminutive, beautiful woman who walked up the stairs at Parliament to present the Māori language petition. And we are really proud of her. We're proud of our colleagues. We're proud of all of those who fought for the language when no one was fighting for it. And it seems now after 50 years how strange to have to fight for your real, the real from this whenua. How strange it is that we have to fight to prevent the death of a language. And so in doing that, I think the work of the petition, the work of all our colleagues and our friends, our colleagues from Te Reo Māori Society, our colleagues from Huinga Rangatahi, students, idealists, from all different, actually, different political ideas, the real held us together. It is the membrane of our culture. It is what makes us us, and it belongs here in this whenua. And all of us, all of us, Oh, uh, thanks. Not just to Ngā Tamatoa. And that is 
Linda Tuhi Wai Smith, actually beaming in live from Taranaki, where Hanate Himara, the one who spearheaded the petition, is from, and where they are celebrating it with other commemorations there. Uh, but you are here, you're with us, you're listening to a special edition of Te Purongo o Te Pohututanga Midday Report, coming to you live from the forecourt at Parliament. A bit of a shake up of normal programming, but we will be bringing you the sports, business, rurals, and world watch after the half past 12 headlines. Now, a short time ago, we heard from the Minister for Māori Development, Willie Jackson, who was also the nephew of Hanate Himara, who led the petition on this day 50 years ago. I spoke to him just before the commemorations began about how the morning had played out, but also the plans and the putia for the future. It's been a beautiful day. We had a lovely uh, early morning uh, cope up this morning with our Māori language uh, champions and uh, just a good chance to have a mihi to them and uh, have a reminder about the petition and what our people went through and uh, uh, it was an honour to have a kōrero in terms of the government and it'll be an honour to have a kōrero a little bit later on here today. Mm. Right now obviously we're seeing the kōhangareo and the kūrakaupapa come flowing in and this is this is the who are the fruits of the labour which we're hearing a lot of today from these real champions. Where do you think we are at a state 50 years on from that petition which was the kickstart of the catalyst to reviving the real Māori and Aotearoa? Where do you think we're at and how far do we have to go? Well, we'll strike one and, and it, was a, it was a catalyst in terms of the movement that we have today. And we had nothing. And uh, when our people lined up on the steps here, uh, you know, driven by Tamato and Rangatahi and Māori Language Society, they were in the minority. As I was saying this morning, it wasn't uh, Iwi who was supporting them. Iwi didn't want to know about them. And uh, that's just a reality. They're all on board now, and that's great, because we ain't going to save the language uh, just with small groups who kōkiri the, the, the kaupapa, who advance the kaupapa. We need a, a, a coordinated strategy. That's what we've been getting. We've got uh, Māori language now in the schools. We've got Māori language on radio, on TV, uh, right across the spectrum of society. And we've got groups working together like Totafiti, Mātāwai. Uh, it's really... Uh, uh, we're really rolling, and, and, and we had to be, otherwise we would have uh, lost this language altogether. But we're, we're on the move. We want a million, uh, you know, we want a whakarahi ngā kei kōrero Māori, that's our strategy. Um, and it's optimistic, but we're on, we're on our way, and I'm really proud of where we're at, to, uh, where we're at today. Celebrating Māori Language Week, we only started with a day, now we're into Māori Language Week, so that's why this is so important. And that was Minister for Māori Development, Willie Jackson, who we just spoke to earlier. Uh, you, could have, you could hear there in that cut uh, the Kurukaupapa kids in the background uh, playing some games and things in front, of, um, in front of the forecourt. And we are here with you on this special edition of Midday Report, commemorating the 50 years since the petition was signed. Now, Tauraferi Te Reo Māori, the Māori Language Commission, has been here since 1987 and following the Waitangi Tribunal report on the Te Reo Māori claim, which asserts that Te Reo is a taonga guaranteed protection under Article 2 of the Treaty of Waitangi. And that report recommended legislation be introduced to enable the Māori language to be used in courts of law and in any dealings with government departments, local authorities and public bodies, and that a supervising body be established by statute to supervise and foster the use of the Māori language. Now, the reason why we tell you that is because it is one of the things that came out of that petition, the catalyst that started the movement. Now, the Commission has been at the heart of revitalisation efforts for each of the past 35 years. I spoke to the Māori Language Commissioner, Professor Rawinia Higgins, on the forecourt just before the event, event began. 
It is uh, a great day to celebrate all the milestones um, for this year. Um, the petition, of course, being the catalyst of all the institutions that we know uh, has supported Te Reo Māori. And to see our kōhangareo children here, our kura kaupapa, just kind of gives life to the struggle that happened 50 years ago. Mm. And that is a key thing, and you talked about it this morning, and and many other speakers have been talking about it, how this reanga, these kohanga kids, these um, kurakaupapa kids who are just in front of us here at the Parliament forecourt uh, just before the ceremony gets underway, these are the hua, the fruits of the labour, and that's something that everyone keeps on talking about. I mean, we're at one point now, looking forward in 50 years, where do we need to go? There's still uh, much to do in this space, and I think I'm hopeful that these children are here, that they get to be part of the celebration, but also get to hear about what the struggle actually was, so they can feel inspired to ensure that their children and their grandchildren also pick up this challenge of ensuring that our language is a living language. In terms of how far we have come from those 50 years, a lot of the people that were there this morning and, and, and Willie Jackson, the minister, talked about how there are many that aren't necessarily uh, you know, running agencies or doing things, but they would literally just knew that they, there was a waka that they needed to hop on. And this is a chance to, to whakanui a rato near because a lot of the wahine as well weren't really acknowledged and haven't been acknowledged as much as some of the others. Definitely, there are so many unsung heroes and we want to be able to share those stories uh, with everybody and we're encouraging people at Totafiti to share their stories of their family because it's in that collective memory of what happened, what it was like 50 years ago to be able to celebrate the unsung heroes by families sharing their own language journey, being able to inspire the next generation and hopefully make them critically aware of the struggle that still um, remains in front of us. And as much as we take for granted today the language and all the initiatives that have come out of the language, I think there's still much more to do. And it's the young people. So the young people brought this petition to Parliament. It's the young people who are here today celebrating that and hopefully find inspiration from all those unsung heroes. And that was the Māori Language Commissioner, Professor Rawinia Higgins. We are coming to you live from Parliament's forecourt as the 50th anniversary is being commemorated here of the delivery of the Māori Language Petition. Now, things did, though, start early this morning at dawn at Te Punamatauranga, the National Library, with the opening of the He Ahure Reo Māori Festival, which includes an exhibition of the actual petition named Toku Reo, Toku Oho Oho, My Reo is My Awakening. I was there as mana whenua te atiawa, Ngāti Tuarangatira and Ngāti Raukawa, led the group, including many of the Reo champions, that from that day 50 years ago into bless the exhibition. Thomas Rangihuna, no te tairāwhiti, was the Reo Māori Society president at the time the petition was delivered to Parliament. He has he has seen in a photo at the exhibition holding a case behind Komatsu, the late Reverend Himi Potato, as it was delivered to MP Fitu Tiri Kartini. I spoke to him at the dawn ceremony about his reaction upon seeing the petition again in the flesh and of course the photo that he was in. My only focus was going in there because I received emails of all these photos but I couldn't see them and I never saw that one. And I rushed in to look for me. That's all I was concerned about. The whole thing is all about me. I just want to go there and look for me. <laughs> I sound narcissistic. I'm, I am. <laughs> Not really, but well, I've I got to enjoy the whole moment. So when I went to that photo, I was so shocked to see it. I was oh, I'm more emotional now 
and I wanted to see a closer up. There's a photo going around. Oh, it's a far off one. It's a nice looking photo, but I'm on a profile. But that one was close up and personal, and I really liked it. It took my mind back to that time, but I couldn't even remember wearing my hair like that. It looks like a kohanga on top of my head, a nest. My God. But yeah, I was so excited. And I don't remember being there. I mean, I do remember being there, but I don't remember that particular moment. But we were in awe of our Komata Hebi uh, Portato. We all loved him dearly. He graduated with a BA at age 70. Yeah, and he's a real Tonga, and he's from Ngāti Kahungunuki Te Wairoa. And Fetu was the most supportive MP out of the whole parliament. She supported everything Te Reo Māori did. And Te Reo Māori, I always say, are the movers and the shakers. The, they are the protagonists, the activists, and everything you might uh, call them that fought for the Reo. And that was Thomas Dangifuna, who was the president of the Reo Māori Society at the time the petition was delivered 50 years ago. Now, Professor Tom Roa was also in the society at the time. He spoke earlier on the stage here at the Parliament Forecourt, but he told me this morning after the dawn ceremony when and why he joined the society. 1971, I came here from that half-horse town of Ōtoruhanga, and um, at home, the lingua franca was Māori. So at home, I had no thought that the language was dying. Uh, our parents, our, uh, the, the generation before us, encouraged us not to speak Māori. They encouraged us to fight the mātauranga te pākehā. So... Um, when I went to school, I, I stopped speaking Māori. And I come down here, and I, I see young people standing up and doing the mihis, poorly. <laughs> and I think, oh, what's happening here? Then I hear about these people that had no Māori. And then it, was, it, was, um, it took me a while to get back into the swing of speaking Māori. But... Um, Joined the uh, joined the society because I could see yes this this language is of, of ours this uh, this window to the soul uh, the Maori or the mana Maori I constantly tell my children it's their whakapapa that makes them Maori but it's the language that gives them a doorway into their Maori world. And that was Professor Tom Rua, who I spoke to this morning at the dawn ceremony. Now we are coming to you live from Parliament's forecourt. Uh, you'll soon hear the business, sports and rurals and World Watch. Uh, it is coming up to half past 12, which means that does conclude the special coverage of this 50th anniversary event at Parliament. Now the formal part of the ceremony is almost wrapping up. We have a few speakers. We have Sam um, Mukupuna of Hana Te Himara. We have Dr Robert Pope, but 
is speaking at the moment, who was a society member. Now, the kai is smelling good. There is a, a social sizzle going on. There's also two Mr. Whippy bands here for the tamariki, the mini tamariki that are here. Uh, and Rob Ruha Tehi Tahurangi is about to take this stage. We thank you for coming along on this journey and we look forward to the road ahead. He huarahi ho, me karafua, kia kaha, te reo Māori e te whānau. E hari a kenei in business, Briscoe's half-year profit tips in sports, the Jamaican netball squad is missing stars for the Silver Fern Series. In rural news, primary industry groups hit back at claims they don't listen to farmers. And in World Watch, crowds line the streets as the Queen's coffin makes its last journey to Buckingham Palace. But first, nei te mihi kia koutou kua u ki tēnei pūrongo. Miharo whakahirihira rawa atu. Back to Wellington Studios for our top stories. Kei a koe e hoa, Nicola. Tēnā koe, Māni.